Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let the bad vibes inside my circle, no. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series, is a series created by Full Circle Television, featuring people in romantic, familial, and platonic relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships and how they navigate through life. This week, we are talking family, y'all. We are sitting down with Rachel, Angie, Jazz, and their parents as they talk about tough love. Now listen, whether your parents were your best friends or you barely even knew them, our relationships with our parents impact our lives today. Because when Rachel got home from school, she always had a full course meal. When they go to church on Sunday, they come home, they got a full course meal. Well, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur, our lifestyle was different. Yeah, but like I said, I work. Yeah, you worked. I work in, an entrepreneur and in school. Our lifestyles are different. the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we bake, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and this feeling is great, girl. The magic happening, happening, it's happening. The skills I took from my mother is to be real strict, make sure my kids was red fed, to go to school, and to be kids, to be happy kids, and play with each other. That and let them have a lot of friends. Their friends couldn't come over, but they they friends could come to their house because I didn't know what the other kids' parents was like, you know. So I was very strict when it came to Rachel and her brother. I couldn't go to party. She couldn't look at videos. TV was not, it was a pleasure, it was a treat. It wasn't something that you was gonna do because after school was homework. You know, and they had, she had time to play, but as far as going over to people's houses, spending the night in that, my mother and father didn't allow us to do that, so she wasn't gonna get that, that treat. Mm -mm. Well, my mother's parenting style was, back then I didn't understand it because it was strict. Um, she was very blunt, um, very forward, not like a lot of parents are. Um, in our household, we was a boxing household. My dad was a boxer. Um, my mom was a fighter growing up. So it was more like, you know, what you crying for? 
Like, I'm gonna give you something to cry about. Like, you know, so it wasn't, it was one, of, it was a harder, a harder type of love that before I didn't understand until I got older and was like, you know, I kind of act like that. <laughs> but, um, I thought, she, I thought my, my mother did the, the best that she could. Um, she was a very good mother. She was a cook. It's a lot of stuff that she did, though, that I don't do. Um, she was a big cook. She's still a cook. That's, like, the love of her life. I hate cooking now because she cooked so much. I don't know if I resent it because of that, but she was... Um, I couldn't go to parties like how people would go to basketball parties. I used to have to go to my sister's house just to go to the party because I used to have to act like I'm just spending night in my sister's house. But really, because my sister kids, my nieces and nephews are my age. age. So... My sister kids were like my sisters because my sister cook was old enough to be my parent. So my mama would be like, oh, you can go over to your sister Gina house. And then we'll ask my sister Gina, like, can we go to the basement party? But we couldn't tell her. And if I wanted to watch, like, The Box, y'all remember that uh, video channel. I had to watch videos at her house. So I never knew what videos was out, what music. I never knew none of that stuff. So, like, when people used to be at school rapping and stuff, I used to be like, yeah. That's that's tight. <laughs> um, you know. She was one of those mom like you wasn't born in a car, so like I knew how to catch the bus everywhere. Like if I if, if all cars broke down in the world, I knew how to get to where I was going. I caught the bus to get new Jordans. I was the first in line. <laughs> I caught the bus to school every day. Like she's like I'm not dropping you off. You wasn't born in no car. She's like if if I wasn't around, what would you do? That's the type of mother she really was. Like she always wanted to to act. She always wanted to put me in a place where if she wasn't around, what, how would I survive? Like if I wasn't around, what would you do? Like I knew how to stay home at an early age. I knew how to do a lot of stuff that other. I was independent. That's right. Um, because that's how her and my dad felt like I had to be. Because growing up, they worked. They both worked at a factory, and they at one point they worked third shift. So I would have to go to my grandma down the street house because I grew up on 14th and Keith where everybody on the block was family. So I used to have to go to my grandma down the street house. She would take me, she would walk me to school. Mom and then would get off of work. They would just be getting off of work when I'm getting ready for school. So I had to learn how to do a lot of stuff by myself. You know, she, they, she definitely made sure like, you're gonna know how to survive by yourself. You, if you don't need nothing, if you don't need, you don't need me, you ain't gonna need nobody. So. That's true. I think you did good. She might have made me a loner, but <clears throat> she did okay. <laughs> so when it came to, um, you know, being a replica of my mom's mother and style, I have three kids. I have Nehemiah, who is my oldest. He's 12 years old. Um, my daughters just turned eight the other day. They're twins, um, identical twins. Um, one of the things that I took was being independent. My kids, um, I talked to a lot of my friends. Like, I even went out to eat with a couple of my old high school friends last night. And she was telling me, like, oh, she got three kids. None of them babies. Her son, her daughter's 11, but she doesn't trust them in the house alone. That's something I took from my mother. Like, I'm not depending on nobody to watch my kids. I'm not about to look for a babysitter. I'm about to be, do none of that. My kids are going to be responsible enough. They're going to understand that you're going to stay in this house. You're not going to unlock my doors. You're not going to, you're not going to, I don't care if it's the Pope. Don't go to the door. Um, you, you're going to eat these snacks. Don't be trying to cook in my house. You're going to learn how to make these woman noodles in the microwave. You, you hungry? Make these noodles in the microwave. You ain't that hungry. You better eat these Vienna sausage. Okay, take these hot dogs, throw some water on, throw some hot sauce on top, and eat them out this can, okay? 
Um, that's one thing I learned from my mom. Like, my kids are very independent, but I also took some of her strict styles. I didn't take them all. When it comes to school, I am very, I don't play about that. It's not, you, A's and B's coming in my house, and really, I don't really want no B's, but I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you live a little bit with a B. But, um, because that's one thing I wish I would have listened to her on. So, um, I'm very strict about that. Friends, we don't do friends. Um, I have three kids. Three is company. You don't really need nobody at your house, fam. Like, I have 13 nieces and nephews who all... Well, I have 17 nieces and nephews who all have kids, so I'm a great auntie. If I invite them over, it's a party. So why do you need friends from school when you got them? You can just invite... All of them run age to age, back to back. So once I get a house full of my great nieces and nephews... My kids get all the friends they need. You don't need no people from school. My son always asking, my friend Roger is having a party. Can I go? No, you no. can't because I don't feel like taking you. And I don't feel like staying there with a bunch of parents that I don't know and pretending like I want to have a conversation with them about y'all while you play. No, you're just going to stay at home. I'm good on that. Um, so I definitely took that from her. Um, but that's I think that's it, what I took from her. Right, because she don't cook. Whoa. My hus her husband do the cooking. He likes me. to cook. And you like to cook. So yes. why would I cook? <laughs> my mom cooks me full course meals every other day. When I come home from work or school, my our meals as a family is completely laid out on the stove. So I don't have to do it. And it, like the other day, I asked her to make me some homemade chicken noodle soup. I came home, she made chicken noodle soup, greens, uh, turkey meatballs and gravy. I'm like, so that's food for the next three days. What do I need to cook for? That would be a waste. No, I do it because I want my grandbabies. Because when Richie got home from school, she always had a full course meal. When they go to church on Sunday, they come home, they got a full course meal. Well, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. Our lifestyle was different. Yeah, but like I said, I work. Yeah, you worked. I worked in an entrepreneur and in school. Our lifestyles are different. Not that much different. Yeah. Because I could go to work, come home, clean up, cook, and everything. See how you, you had time in between you, for that? You, you go to school, to work, come home, go to sleep, and say, Ma, we need a big meal over here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's my dad's parents out, um... We had fun uh, growing up. He was more, like, we were playful, I guess you would say. Um, he he worked a lot. He had, he was working two jobs, so um, when, he, when, when we had the time, it was always pretty fun. Uh, we wrestled a lot. He used to take my finger and bend it when I used to get on his nerves. I used to always punch on him, and he was like, all right. And then he like, he'd give me, like, five passes or something, then he would just go. Then he would just turn up. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was into sports too, and I think that was a big thing for us. Uh, we connected there because he, he liked sports. He made us watch football. I used to hate watching football when I was a kid, but uh, I love it now. Um, he wasn't strict. He wasn't strict for, on me, but I have an older sister. So, so everything that she did wrong, I kind of like didn't do that. So he was kind of, you know, laid back. Plus I wasn't a bad kid. 
she, you know, she was just chill. I had a mother who smoked weed, she drank, she kicked it, she danced, she did everything. And everything about her, I was almost against. So I wanted an older mother who could control me. So that's where I got my parenting from. And she's controlling. My parenting style with my own child, which I have a seven-year-old son, is the same as she was with us when we were growing up. I am very strict with him, although I am open and cool. He is like my miniature broke best friend, but I am strict with him. He's like a little man, and I think that that comes from me being a little too strict with him from when she was strict with us. You know, we always had family night where, or either party night where it'd be just me, my mom, and dad, and my uh, little brothers and sisters, and we danced and sung and everything. We always say we love you, hug you, kiss you, and stuff like that. In my household, I feel like love was shown um, with, you know. In ways like mine. <laughs> yeah, in ways like yours. I think you took a lot of that from grandma. Um, I used to lay in the bed with grandma a lot, but even like my mom and daddy, I didn't stop sleeping with my mom until I was like, <laughs> until yeah. I moved out. <laughs> I used, um, people used to be calling me like, what you doing? I was like, man, in the bed with my mom. Uh, when you carried Nehemiah. Uh, when I was pregnant, I definitely slept in the bed with my mama a lot. Um, I didn't even want to lay in the bed with Louis. I always went over to my mama's house and laid in the bed with her. Um, I just felt more comfortable. Or I used to lay up under my dad. He was definitely not the like cuddly person. He used to be like, girl, get on your side of the bed. But um, I definitely... Um, so with my kids now, my mama come over. It'd be me, my husband, my kids, my mama, and our California king. And we all be in the same bed watching TV. Um, he was always there. He was just always there. Like, if I had a question, um, he would be in, like, all my games, all my events that we had going on. Um, it was just, like, we didn't necessarily have to be like, oh, princess, wake up. Da -da -da. I was more of a tomboy, so it was like, come on, let's go. Like, you know, I tried to go with him everywhere he went type thing. Sometimes he would let me sit down. He like, no, you get on my nerves. But... Nonetheless, the love was there. Little gestures. If we get into it, it's not like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, you hungry? <laughs> like that type of thing. It's just, just you know, kind of fix itself. The magic happening. Got the feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. I caught and my mom picked up the phone. My mom picked up the phone. And then I talked to her for a little bit, trying to, you know, have a good conversation. She said, why you say inmate when you call? <laughs> and then I was like, funny story. She was like, let me go get your daddy. <laughs> Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a full circle television production. Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.